0: Hello and welcome back to The Pivot Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Cates, and on this week's episode, we are talking all about emotional pain and trauma. So if you resonate with having emotional pain, let's talk about how to define it. So Dr. Bruce Perry, who's an American psychiatrist, he's a neurobiologist, researcher, and author, says the way you define emotional pain and or trauma can vary person to person, but there are three elements that you need to consider when defining the three E's. They are the event, the experience, and the effects. And why these are so important to know is because each person can experience this, the same thing and have a different outcome. And the reason why that is is because let's say you have person A and person B, okay? Let's say you have Jerry and Carrie, to make it all intense and purpose. Jerry and Carrie can witness the exact same tragic event that happens. They can witness a natural disaster. They can witness a death of a loved one. And Jerry might have a different outcome and not think that that event was traumatic. while Carrie might be still affected by that event. And the reason why is because The emotional pain is anything that leads to an activation of your nervous system and leaves it in dysfunction for a prolonged amount of time. So let's say that Jerry was raised in a home where he was nurtured, he was looked after, He was understood. He was. He learned how to regulate his nervous system, so he wasn't constantly in this fight or flight state. He's going to have a different outcome of the traumatic event that probably won't have a long lasting effect on him. This is all generically speaking. Jerry might also have traumatic events that have happened in the past that leave him suffering, but Carrie, on the other hand, might really be struggling and not certain why she's having these long lasting effects when her spouse is not. And that's what we're going to dive into even more is why that happens is because your body remembers all of the things that you have been through. So there is so much science out right now about how your body remembers and how your emotions can actually get trapped inside of your body. And if you're in a situation where you're afraid, your body elicits a fear response. And I'm sure you've heard of these fear responses. They are fight or flight mode, but really there are four categories of a fear response. They're fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. So If you're an emotional health accelerator and you are listening to this, you know that we dive even deeper into emotional health accelerator of what that looks like. But when you have a fear response, your body will activate this physical response by acting this fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. And this is how your body gets trapped or your emotions get trapped in your body. So according to Dr. Bradley Nelson, trapped emotional vibrations cause surrounding tissues to vibrate at the same frequency known as resonance. Each trapped emotion resides in a specific location in the body, vibrating at its own particular frequency. This can cause you to create more of that emotion and build up or blockage. This is why, have you ever heard of someone that goes either into a massage or they come out of a workout class and they're in tears and they're not really certain. why? Why? It's because you've tapped into that emotional buildup that's happened in this specific part of your body. So, why is it important to really do the work and look at your emotional pain so that you can move forward? Well, first, let's talk about how our emotional pain and/or trauma can actually start to really hinder our relationships and our life. So, if you're here and you're listening to this, I just want to say. I see you and I acknowledge you. Maybe you've been a longtime listener. Maybe you are just jumping on here for the first time, but I want to talk about this even deeper. So when you get into an emotional pain or trauma and it starts to really come out in your body and in your life, it can look so many different ways. And what's important to notice is specifically if it's really coming out in your life, it can come out in your relationships. This is a big way that you can see that you're actually needing to build up your emotional health muscle so that you can move through life with more ease and resilience and a quicker way to recover from that emotional pain. So diving in, it shows up in your relationships, right? I feel like this is the biggest thing that I see with students and clients of Emotional Health Accelerator is it is really starting to affect their relationships and that's why they want to dive in even more and do the work. So let's have another example. Let's say that you recently got into a relationship and all of a sudden you're having these insecurities and these fears and you're not really certain where they're coming from. And if we look at what's happened in your past and looked at all of these you know, triggers, trauma, emotional pain that's happened that is going to come out deeply in your relationships. So you can start reenacting the pain that you felt in the past into the present. And that's really how trauma works is that you have a pain point, you have a trigger, you have something that activates your nervous system that directly reminds you of the event that happened in the past, right? So let's say, for example, let's say, uh, I'm just going to, what's a generic name? Let's say, oh my gosh, why is this so hard to come <laughs> Um, All these names that I'm coming up with are friends and I don't want them to think that I'm talking about them because I'm not. This is really just an example that I have heard. Okay, let's say, uh, mm, mm. okay, let's just say Jessica. Let's say that Jessica has been in relationships before and let's say her past relationship, her significant other cheated on her, okay? And now she's has dumped the significant other. She's working forward. She's in a healthy relationship now, but all of a sudden her pain is starting to come up really intense. And she's having these insecurities of being cheated on. She's having insecurities of not being enough and getting scared about what this relationship is going to look like in the future. And so instead of diving in and doing the work of where that's coming from, she's making all of these decisions based off of her past pain and trauma and she gets frustrated because she's making these decisions off her past pain and trauma, even though she doesn't want to. She's really, really happy about this current relationship. And the reason why that happens is because people will start to reenact their past to make it even better. So let's break that down even more. So let's say that Jessica was like, well, I remember, you know, if you've ever been cheated on or you've seen someone being cheated on, you can see these situations that happen where they will start to overanalyze every single step or if someone has been in an emotionally abusive relationship they will then start to overanalyze everything to make sure that that doesn't happen again but what's happens is that when you're in a loving committed relationship where someone deeply cares about you after you've been through emotional pain and or trauma it doesn't matter at the moment until you work out this pain because it will start feeling like oh Okay, let's just say Jessica, let's say her significant other did these certain things like he would hide his phone from her or he would not call when he got off work. And her current boyfriend that she's with, that's in a very committed, healthy, loving relationship that she knows when she's thinking about it, she knows this is a healthy and loving, committed relationship. She starts to see that he like is kind of being weird about his phone or he is, you know, not calling her right after work like he used to. And so she starts going down this rabbit hole of, oh, my gosh, is he cheating on me? Oh, my goodness. And she starts making decisions from that mindset of being cheated on by her past. And she starts seeing herself make these decisions and starts getting frustrated with her current boyfriend because she doesn't want to show up this way. So let's break down what's actually happening. Well, first we're assuming, right? Which makes an ass out of you and me. That's what he break down assuming. And assuming is what happens in trauma. It really is. And it's not your fault that if this was a situation or something similar, that you're assuming this could be the worst thing that's going to happen, right? It's because your past is being really brought, brought into your present and it's like muddying your present water, It's like muddying all of your thoughts and the way that you're moving through life because your emotional pain and your trauma that happened in the past is becoming so strong in the present that you cannot actually discern and tell and decide whether this feeling is from the past or whether it's really true for today. So, what happens then is maybe Jessica starts even getting even, you know, maybe she starts going into her shell. She feels like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. I need to start protecting myself because I can't trust anyone and et cetera, et cetera. She starts going down this rabbit hole of how she can't trust. Oh my gosh, woe was me. And really the reality, reality of it is like maybe her boyfriend is trying to hide his phone because he is looking at rings and he's going to propose soon. Like maybe her whole reality is totally different than what she's thinking, but she cannot see that because she's so riddled by her past pain and trauma. And that's why it is so important to really figure out how to move through your past, how to make sure that your past is not being brought into your present and then dictating your present decisions. So if you're already an emotional health accelerator, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We break this down so, so, so deeply so you can completely get an understanding of it. But what's so important is that it is key to find the knowledge, to find the tools, to find the resources, to figure out how you're going to work through those moments when your past gets triggered by your present moment. So like I said with that example of Jessica is that her past was getting pre- triggered by her present moment. So she wasn't able to discern and decide whether her feelings were really valid in the moment or whether they were because of her past. So that why it is why it's important to do the work to dive in even deeper and to really figure out what tools are going to help you. I know that this is we I Have put this podcast episode together in 12 minutes. There's so much more that I want to say about this topic, but I really wanted it to be something easy and quick that you could digest just to see and resonate with. Do you have things in your life or areas of your life where your past is showing up in your present relationships? This could be a friend relationship, this could be a romantic relationship, a family relationship, this could be a work relationship whatever it is do you have these moments where you're like oh my gosh what is this emotion why am i feeling this way and has this person Done this, or is this coming from my past? So, this is why it's so important to really do the work, dive in even deeper. If you are all interested in this work or anything more, go to www.emotionalhealthaccelerator.com where I have a course and dive even deeper into all things emotional healing, trauma, how to work through it, how to move forward to be the best version of yourself. Remember, you're doing the absolute best you can, and I'll talk to you soon.